It's going to be a quarterback run up the middle. At the 10, at the 5, Murray dies for the end zone. And he's in for the touchdown. Got to launch it. He does. Left side, into the end zone, jump ball, and... Oh, my goodness, it's caught. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. He caught it for a touchdown with one second left. I can't believe it. Give Johnson up the middle. Gets leveled in the backfield by J.J. Watt. A tackle for a loss for Watt. Hello and welcome into another episode of Cardinals Corner, a podcast brought to you by Arizona Sports. That means alongside me, as always, the Cardinals reporter for ArizonaSports.com, the one and only Tyler Drake, fresh off of his second place finish in a charity golf tournament. Tyler, I just want to open up just the, the podium to you and I want you to make a statement regarding your second place finish over the weekend. Oh well, hey, uh, it's glad I'm glad to be back and glad for us to get back. In That's the not studio. what I asked, Tyler. I asked about your second place finishing your charity golf tournament. We played great. It was uh, pars for paws. Great, uh, great charity. We finished second. Uh, the first place team paid for quite a bit of mulligans. We've heard so. Yeah, so you could pay to win. Pretty much, but uh, you know, we're, we were going to go about it the right way. So you're not salty, are you? No, not salty at all. That I'm wasn't sure. the first thing you brought up to me when I asked you how your weekend was, was it? No. Should have talked about the six birdies we had. (laughs) Okay, we'll focus on the positives because guess what? Not a lot of positives really happening in Cardinal land right now. Obviously, we've had the slow offseason, not a lot of signings. A.J. Green got signed last week. We're going to talk about that at the end of the episode because we kind of already had our A.J. Green discussion. But of course, as the story has been for the entire offseason, it's the Pro Bowl quarterback, the man who... Wants to be, according to reports, the Cardinal quarterback and according to himself for a very long time. But the person whose contract has yet to be signed, Kyler Murray and his agent Eric Burkhart, a week ago last Thursday reported that they pulled their opening offer. If you remember, Tyler, that really, really small post from Eric Burkhart with the small, tiny, (laughs) all caps print. That was the offer that has now been pulled. Your initial reaction was what? Once again, we have another episode of the Kyler Murray soap opera offseason. And you you had counted how many days it had been between Kyler Murray drama, right? Yeah, so basically I made one of those, you know, work-related accidents sign next to my desk. And (laughs) outside of his in-person stuff, which was like straight from him to us, microphones, everything, social media reports, speculation, Instagram scrubbing, Instagram unscrubbing, 36 days between Kyler, drama, nonsense, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, we had to erase that the uh, last week and we're back to like a couple days now. And it's only been a couple days since the last quarterback drama. We're sure that something will happen to have it be brought up again. This uh, Kyler Murray drama seems to subsequently follow when other quarterbacks get signed or other big moves. This most recent one was Derek Carr's contract extension. So we're at a little bit of a standoff right now. We're at a little bit of a staring contest between Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. It's gone national as well. It's not just our own John Gambadoro reporting on it. It's NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, who also says not only has Eric Burkhart, Kyler's agent, pulled the contract, the initial offer, off the table, but the team has yet to offer a contract extension. Now, I don't want to maybe get into picking sides. You know what? Actually, I do want to get into picking sides, Tyler. I'm going to ask you, if I if you had to put on a hat like it's draft day for Team Kyler or for Team Cardinals, what hat are you grabbing? Ooh, 
That's a tough one because as much as we all want to look at it and say, you know, Kyler's being a little ridiculous, his agent's being ridiculous, it's a business, you've got to do these types of things, but I think I've got to put on the Cardinals hat just because what you're showing the rest of the league is not great. You're showing the rift, you're showing that divide where you could probably get this done behind the scenes and not have it just dragged out as much as this is gone, and it it's got to be playing into people wanting to come play here. Uh, and just other teams looking and seeing what the Cardinals are even doing right now this offseason. It's been a slow offseason, and this has just compounded the situation where there's a lot of eyes on this team, and it's not necessarily for the best reasons. Two things. One, players aren't going to care when players want player empowerment. Okay, it's the same thing happening with Debo and the 49ers. Players aren't going to be like, oh, Kyler held out for money. You know who's going to understand that more than anybody in the entire world? The people who play professional football and want their guaranteed money. Two, could this have gotten done behind the scenes? Because I have a feeling that if Kyler Murray is truthful about what he says, and honestly, I believe it, that he wants to be here, that he wants to be an Arizona Cardinal, that him and Eric Burkhart would be more than willing to go behind the scenes to knock out this contract extension, something that maybe isn't done at this time of the year for other people. But guess what, man? We're in 2022. New things happening. All right, Deshaun Watson's getting a fully guaranteed contract. Quarterbacks are making $40 million a year. This is not the NFL of 10 years ago. And Eric Burkhart is saying, I don't care. I don't care how things have happened here or how things are going to happen going forward. And if something could get done behind the scenes with no publicity at all, wouldn't that have already happened by now? Maybe, but you also got to look at the thing of, you know, you've got the Josh Allens, you've got the Patrick Mahomes, where they've got their deals after their third year. They proved, they went to playoffs, they did these big, had these huge games where they stepped up, and then they got these deals. They did it in the, they got these deals in the summer of the offseason as opposed to before the draft, which I think is big, just because you don't want to throw all those ducks just right into one area before. You have to look at other spots in your team. I mean, I think that's a big thing. There's so many other needs to address. And as much as we want, as much as everybody thinks like this deal needs to happen or, or, or wherever you are on the situation, like he's still on their contract. They can still work a deal out. I mean, they've got to figure out the fifth year option, but they can still make that contract extension work. It's just a matter of when is the best time to do it. But why is the best time to do it later? Why is it not now for both sides? Because here's the thing. When the original contract proposal was on the table, I guarantee you that Kyler Murray was asking for less money than what Kyler Murray's going to ask for today. Because that's what the market demanded. Now we have Derek Carr getting an extension. We have multiple quarterbacks, and you can argue if Kyler Murray's better or worse, but you can definitely say he's in the the same realm as them who are now asking for more money than you would assume Kyler asked for two months ago. So the longer that we wait, the longer that we sit here without a Kyler Murray contract in Arizona, I think it's a pretty logical trail of thought to think that the price is only going up. Yeah. And I think it's it's almost one of those things of where it's a we're gonna prove to you that there's a different way to do things almost of like we're not just going to reward you for going out there and blasting us on social media or doing this like it's almost like the cardinals want to prove a point of we have the ultimate power you are our player which and, and you're right you're right every day the price tag is going up but isn't that stupid on both sides so it's which of the two stubborn sides is going to realize we need to figure this out because 
they're just spinning their tires right now. No matter what they're going to do, they want to trade them, trade them, they want to sign them, sign them, but like there is a lot of stuff they've got to figure out, and this is a huge stepping stone to get to that part. First of all, if you trade Kyler Murray, it's a disaster. No, yeah, it's a, I, it's a I disaster. Agree. I don't think they, I think if they're going that route, they're going backwards in a big way, multiple years. With like, it's just we're gonna go way back to where we were years ago. And I'm not saying the Cardinals don't have leverage because both sides do have some sort of leverage. But the 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 idea that Kyler Murray right now is not a person in some sort of power and some sort of control to me is a little bit ludicrous. He's your star quarterback. He might, if you don't think he's a star quarterback in the league because of his playoff performance or whatever, that's fine. But to the Arizona Cardinals organization, he is the most important person in that building. Yeah. On a day-in, day-out basis. I don't care if you make $5 million a year. I don't care if you're under contract. You have leverage. And I'm sure that if social media antics... This early in the offseason is what his team is going through. Imagine what's going to happen if we get to the start of the season and there's no contract. And it's not like Kyler Murray's just sitting here with no precedent, precedent based before this. When you can look at Baker Mayfield, who held off on signing a contract extension because he trusted the team, a team that historically maybe hasn't had the best track record, he trusted them. And now where is he? Well, and here's the thing too, man, is, is we don't even need to wait to the start of the season. We're going to where there's going to be something happening at the draft. Like that's the deadline that they're they're putting on this contract situation. So, as much as we want to say like yeah, by the by the start of the season something could change, like we're going to find out very quickly what the next step in this whole saga is. And if you're annoyed by social media antics, wait until the antics actually have results for on field. If we get closer yep. to the season and Kyler Murray, oh, my back hurts, now I'm not going to play, oh, yeah, blah, blah, in. blah. Like, he has so much power here yeah. that I feel like a lot of people are trying to deny because they don't like the way that he's using it. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's a messed up system, man. The NFL contracts, the guaranteed money, the whatever, like, you could talk about athletes and, and all, all of that making a lot of money, and it's probably a lot of jealousy from a lot of fans and people that kind of, oh, they make a lot of money, who cares, who cares, but like... It's important to be paid for what you can bring to the organization. Yeah. And Kyler Murray brings max contract level value to the Arizona Cardinals organization. I don't understand the hesitancy to pay him except for stubbornness. Yeah, and I, I think that's, and going back to what I said earlier, I think it's just of we're going to prove a point to show you that that's not the way you do it. But at the end of the day, like you're going to shell out another couple million, ten million. Swallow your pride. <laughs> yeah. That's... There's only... There's only one end of this trail. There's only one end of the road. And that's either Kyler Murray getting the money and everybody's happy, or you get to the end of the road and you kick Kyler out of the car and another car picks him up. And like, then he comes back and, <laughs> and then he rips comes, you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what What are we worried about here? That that the Kyler Murray playoff performance and the slide is something that's going to happen for the rest of his career? What I think it is is almost having the team look like they can just be pushed over by agents and players like that. I think that's really I don't I have no idea if that's what it is, but personally looking outside in, that's what I have it as is they don't want to be that pushover team that's going to get told by an agent or player to do what they need to do. You know what? I I get it, man. Nobody wants to be a pushover. And now they've dug their heels in so deep, they force the other side to do these crazy antics that do I necessarily agree with them? No. Do I think that they're going to end up being effective? Yes, because I think Kyler Murray's going to sign a bigger contract than he even expected for this offseason. 
Well, and I think that's and that's another thing too. I think the offer gets pulled too because now it's reevaluating how much more millions can we make because of all of these other deals, the Watson deal, the the car deal, and and it's not a surprise that all of this is coming out the day after Derek Carr signed his extension. Like this, no. was, this was these are all planned things. Like this is part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game, and it's like, look, man, we all have pride, okay. And I'm sure if you are a football organization and you're the person making decisions, you've got a lot of pride. But there are times in your life, and everybody who's listening can relate to this, there are times in your life where you have to swallow that pride. Where the other team in the charity golf tournament cheats, and you come in second, (laughs) but you still have to clap, and you still have to be like, good job, guys, good job, because that's just the way that life is. We shouldn't say cheat, by the way. We should just say they they spend a little more to get more benefits. Let's go that way. Anyway, (laughs) we'll, we'll tell you what. I'll say cheats because I wasn't in the tournament, and I can speak not for you. Uh, but I'll say they cheated uh, with options that they were given. But that's not the important thing. The important thing is Kyler Murray. <laughs> and the big question now is who blinks first? Not who do you think is right and wrong or what do you think is going to happen next? Is Kyler going to show up to his voluntary workouts that happen- that are happening this week? Is Kyler going to be a part of the team? These are all important questions. But the big question is who blinks first and what does blinking even mean? Yeah, what does it even mean at this point? Is it is it they're just going to go and get a deal done? Is it having another meeting? Is it just, I don't know, going to dinner to bury the hatchet? I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, what's the best case scenario here at the end? They sign a contract? No, no they, it's not going to be kumbaya I mean, right. I mean, right now, I think for... I think Kyler's camp to be happy. They figure it out before the draft. I think that's the the deadline of the draft, I think, is our next kind of window of they need to figure it out or it's going to go another step deeper. And then we're going to have to figure out when are they actually going to get together and work this deal out. Pride aside, is there any reason for this contract not to be done this week? To follow along with just the other big contracts after year three, that would that's the biggest thing, just following that trend, I think. But, I mean, at this point... But who cares? He's your star quarterback! At this point, contracts are going to keep going up, so why wouldn't you just do it now? It's not so, yeah, like... It it's makes no, sense. It's not like Kyler Murray's this number one pick who's come in and stunk it up and underperformed expectations. We all have a sour taste in our mouth from last year, and I feel like I say it every episode. But here's... I think the biggest thing is is... is with Kyler Murray on the team, you have a shot at playoffs, you have a shot of winning multiple games... Doesn't matter what the situation is. The guy could scramble, figure something out. If you don't have him on the team, you're not going to the playoffs. You're not winning double-digit games. Like That is what Cole it McCoy's is. McCoy's fine when Kyler Murray's injured for three games. That's it. That is a very small sample size. And for anybody that thinks Colt McCoy could take this team to the playoffs, I'm sorry, you're mistaken. Like That is where we're at at this point. Kyler Murray is that X factor to take them to the next level. Without him, they don't go. That's I mean, that's plain and simple. And like marketing as well he's by far your most marketable player besides maybe jj watt but offense sells more than defense he's young he wants to be here he said it whether you believe it or not he said it and to me i do believe him i think part of the reason why he wants to be here is because of the money that he can get from being here and that he's already established whatever yes. here. but yeah. you know that's still important he still wants to be here i just don't get it man i like Look, I, I have pride, and we, we've all had situations where we don't want to swallow our pride, or, or maybe we should have and we didn't. But, like, it's not like swallowing your pride is going to end up hurting your organization. Signing Kyler Murray to a long term contract isn't going to hurt you. It's going to maybe be a better or worse move than you expected it to be. But at the end of the day, somebody will trade for Kyler Murray. 
if this doesn't go the way that you want it to go and you're two yeah, years somebody's in, gonna pay for him. somebody will pay for Kyler Murray yeah. because look at the quarterbacks that are getting employed around the league, man. I mean, but that's the thing. There's risks in everything. I mean, you could give him a new deal. He'd go out and get hurt this next season and be done for the year. Like, God forbid that happens. Not, not advocating that at all. But, like, there is a lot of risks you have to take into account. So, like, I could see that, too. I mean, he's, he, he's a littler dude. He can get hurt. I mean... But still, he's sustained it enough these last couple of years. I mean, he hasn't missed that many games, but there's always that factor. I feel like that factor is getting looked at a little more than, than normal this time around, too. But does the risk outweigh the gain of signing him? Okay, but okay, so. that's, that's, okay, I get the short player. He might get injured. He's mobile. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Football players get injured, man. It happens. Yeah. Quarterbacks get injured. Non-mobile quarterbacks get injured. Sure, maybe you put yourself in a situation less, but it, it still happens. And what's worse? Your star number one overall pick quarterback gets injured on their $5 million a year contract, and now you're like, oh, I don't know if I should sign him or not, and we waited too long to sign him, and then you sign him, and you're not sure? Or do you want to have him under contract, and you can control what's going on, you can help with his rehab, you can do whatever you want, and the situation's not contentious. The best route for the Cardinals is to have Kyler Murray as their quarterback, point blank, period. And your job when you run the team is to put it in the best possible scenario to win a freaking Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Here's the thing. <clears throat> for this all to get solved, they need to go. They need to go have a little uh, behind the scenes. No social media, no nothing. Hash it out at some dinner. <laughs> go bring the agent in. A little whining and dining. Figure it out. Get it done. Move on. Figure out the rest of the off season. I mean, they're they, they're bringing back key pieces that will help them this season. But if they're still sitting in this and spinning their tires in this after the draft, however long. It's not good. It's this is going to be the narrative all the way into the preseason, all the way into the regular season. So, either get it out of the way or figure out what you're going to do. Forget about what's happened before. Forget about other quarterback contracts. Forget about when they were negotiated. Forget about how much money they they've had. This is a solo situation in a vacuum. There's no other situation like this in football. Okay, so don't try to compare it to other things while it's happening. You can't. You can compare the money, and it's only going up. Sit down, swallow your pride, do things a little differently like you did for Kime and Kingsbury. Clean slate it. Just do it. Yeah. Like, like just take some advice from Nike and just, just, just sign the contract, man. Yeah. And guess what? We can all put this behind us. We can actually talk about an actual contract. We can actually talk about Arizona Cardinals football. Yeah, move on. Like, we don't have to talk about, oh, it's been 36 days yeah. since Kyler Murray last talked about scrubbing his Instagram. Like, That's ridiculous. Oh, my God, That's man. ridiculous. It's 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 ridiculous, to and have it's to both cover. sides. And you yeah. can't just say, "Oh, it's ridiculous no, for Kyler it's to have both to do sides. this." It is because I mean, it takes two to tangle, tango. So it's clearly both sides. They need to figure it out. I'm not a personally personally, I'm not a huge fan of how Kyler's agent's gone about it. But it's a business. I get it. The team obviously there's there's more than what meets the eye to all of us. Clearly, so figure it out, clean slate it, get it done. There's way more things to worry about than. Instagram scrubbing, and all of this other nonsense. Sometimes the most effective route in business is doing the one that other people hate. And that's what Eric Burkhardt and Kyler Murray are doing. And in my opinion, I'm not sure about yours, in my opinion, it's going to work out for them in the long run. And you know what? Cardinals don't want to seem like a pushover. The longer you drag this out, the worse you look. So we do look at the draft. Okay, it is coming up. It is mm-hmm. at the end of this month. And that is, like you said, the deadline that Kyler Murray and Eric Burkhardt has set. Hey, hey, give us this contract or we want to get out of here. I mean, they haven't necessarily said we're going to request a trade, but they yeah. more or less said we need a contract by draft day. There will be another Does step it happen? to the drama. Does it happen? Contract before draft? Does it happen? Oof. Uh, my money's going to say no. 
I think it's going to be an after the draft thing, and we're going to run into some more tweets or something on social media before we get to that point. All right. Well, we could talk about those tweets and that social media then. I'm, yeah. I'm sure, well, this is an interesting topic that needs to be talked about. I think once you hit this point, you're kind of just saying the same thing over and over again. Yep. So let's touch on some actual football uh, before we head off on this episode of Cardinals Corner, and that is A.J. Green. Now, we had the big A.J. Green wide receiver debate a couple episodes ago. Who would you rather have? Is it okay to bring him back? But he's back officially on a one-year deal. Reports say that it's about $3 million. I don't think we've gotten the official actual numbers, but it's pretty safe to say the number's about $3 million. That's about half of what he made last year, and it's an okay contract. Like, it's an okay contract. But I'm fine me, with it. To me, it just signals that maybe the draft, or at least the first round of the draft, the focus might not be on that skill position wide receiver. That's yeah. all that this says to me, which isn't the end of the world, but it, this can't be the last move that we see the Cardinals make in the wide receiver room. No, no, definitely not. And I think it was a good move. It's it's basically he's playing with for half of what he played for last year. And if you're going to bring back a guy who had 848 yards, three touchdowns, yeah, the optics were bad, that, you know, Green Bay game, everybody's going to go back to that turnaround, and the little bit of a fall off after uh, DeAndre Hopkins went down, but he's not a number one receiver anymore. We've got we've to realize that. He is a number two guy that benefits off of having a guy of Hopkins caliber out there. So I think it's great just the fact of he did show that he could still play in this offense those first six, seven games. It wasn't until that, that latter half when it was really him and Rondell Moore and Antoine Wesley trying to figure out how to really keep the offense going. So I don't think it's a terrible pick. I think they still need to address something, some kind of wide receiver somewhere. I think it's probably more so going to be a draft guy and maybe have some competition going into training camp. I think that always helps. Uh, free agent wise, I just don't think there's anybody that's going to move the needle more than what they oh, got. They'll, right dra- now. they'll draft a wide receiver. I just don't think they'll use the 23rd pick. I mean, no, if they I, package it and move forward, then just, maybe. I think only if somebody drops. Like, and, somebody but really Bay good picks, has to drop. Green Bay picks know, right before them, and, 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 and they need a wide receiver. He's gonna, they're going to get a lave, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to get a lot of it. They are, aren't they? And so with, with A.J. Green, yes, everybody talks about the numbers being better than the eye test, but part of me does think that this falls on Cliff Kingsbury to scheme better oh, and to get 100%. everybody on the right page. Yep. And I don't know about you, but I'm actually confident in Cliff going into the season. The fact that he came out here in the draft and said, hey, I need to scheme better. Hey, we on the coaching personnel side need to do better and kind of take that grown-up approach that, hey, this is on me, this is on everybody, but it's on it's on me. It starts at me. I need to fix yeah. it. We didn't scheme better when DeAndre Hopkins went down. And here's the thing. You can't go into the season assuming that DeAndre Hopkins is going to play every single regular season game in the postseason yep. game. He's at the point of the career at his career where you just can't do that. Yep. It doesn't matter what he was doing when he was 24, 25, 26. That's not where we're at now. And if you have more time and you're more prepared for A.J. Green to be your pseudo number one, your number two option to be more involved, to have that chemistry with Kyler Murray, to use Ron Dale in different ways, to use Wesley in, in new and better ways, even though he was able to produce in his role last year. Mm-hmm. I'm confident in Cliff being able to do that with a full offseason. Yeah, and he specifically said, too, he specifically talked about getting Green involved more and how he failed on game planning for him better. So I think there's definitely some things that are going to change this offseason, and I think it really comes down to him and Kyler, you know, building that 
chemistry more and, and having an, another great offseason together. But it also comes back to what is Kyler going to do? I, that could also be that could also be a factor. But thinking that he doesn't does come back offseason, does all does the normal thing. I think it's going to be really good just on the fact that AJ knows the offense. Kingsbury is going to realize that he needs to scheme better, and you know. Hopkins at 80% is better than anybody else really at 100%. So wherever Hopkins is at, I'm sure it's going to be fine. If he can play, he's going to play. And I would say, you know, I I like A.J. Green there. I think we all kind of got on the the optics train for a bit. But when you look at the numbers, there is definitely more that he could have been unlocked. So I think Kingsbury could really turn it around. I mean, would I prefer maybe somebody different? Yes. Yeah, but three million for th- a year. Yeah, one year, three million for somebody who can put up those types of numbers. Who you would have to assume the eye test will get better in the second year, and if it doesn't, you'll know soon. And that's the thing is is that is going to be a topic of you know a main topic is figuring out how to get on a better page with him and Murray. Like that's everyone goes back to the Packers game. Like that that kind of situation. I'm sure they are going to work real hard to make sure that does not happen. Well, it's another reason just to get the Kyler stuff out of the way because I'm not going to go out here and say that Kyler Murray isn't working with the team throughout all of this and isn't scheming with Cliff Kingsbury isn't doing all of that because you can't assume that he is. You can't assume that he isn't, but we don't know. Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming that when he gets his contract signed, he'd be a lot more involved. At least a lot more open to do it. Yeah, and if the whole theme of this offseason is running it back, then maybe you should involve your best player in doing so. And A.J. Green is fine. The contract is fine. I I don't know if the expectations are raised because A.J. Green comes back. But it's fine. That's the only word I can really think of about this contract. I'm not going to get mad about it, but I certainly didn't rejoice when it happened. And I just feel like something needs to happen. Kyler Murray needs to be signed. They need to add somebody else. There does need to be some sort of fresh look to this team. We have a personnel shift going into next year. Two tight ends. Max Williams is going to be back. Ertz will be there for the full season. Green will supposedly have more chemistry. Rondale Moore and Antoine Wesley will supposedly have more routes schemed for them. And, and I think that's a good part you bring up there, too, is is if you can get Kingsbury to scheme and game plan Rondell Moore more to the point of he's not getting the ball behind the line of scrimmage every time or, or averaging it behind the, the line of scrimmage every time, that's going to only open it up for the other guys in that offense, like a green. So it's going to take a full effort from Kingsbury to really game plan around you know those the the first half of the season is always the best for them. So he's got to figure out how to extend that into the later half of the season, get those other guys involved, and even if there is an injury, I mean, you got to work around it. Like you said, it's NFL. People are going to get hurt. You got to work around it. Yeah, especially if you're going to invest a lot of money into older wide receivers. Hopkins isn't as old as AJ Green, but when it comes to number one skill position guys, he's certainly no spring chicken. Green is old, but Wesley and, and, and Moore are are young. Ertz is on the older side, but he's still pretty spry. He can still do a lot of things. Injury concerns aren't really big for him. Like, there's potential here. Yep. And to me, there's some reason to go into the season with, with hope. I, I use that relatively lightly, though. I, I don't think that they're maybe going to have a better record. But team-wise, I, I feel like front to back, it'll be a more cohesive season. Along as long as the first thing that we discuss gets resolved, yeah, and that's just a, it's it's no debate. You will have to pay your star quarterback. It's ahead of the snake. Yeah, you're going to have to pay him, or you're going to have to trade him. Mm-hmm. It's one or two. 
Because you can't just have him sit. If you do that, then then you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're mm-hmm. throwing a year out the window. You're going to trade him anyway. You're not mm-hmm. going to bring him back. Things aren't going to be peachy after that. No. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So get the Kyler Murray situation done. I understand that you don't like the tactics. I understand fans who don't like the tactics. I even understand fans who doubt him somewhat football-wise. But he's a young, number one overall pick quarterback who has shown the potential to be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. As the Arizona Cardinals, there's not many times in your life that you could say that that's been happening for this franchise. That's just the truth. Yeah, he's got the ability to take it to the next level. It's just, yeah. And and that's the thing is in, yeah, the, the antics aren't the greatest to me, but also, like I said, it's a business. I get it. I just think it's one of those things where now it's like, all right, we just got to bury this thing, handshake, move forward, clean slate, and who knows if they can ever get back to that situation to begin with, but just try to get there. Cliff? Come on in, talk to him a little bit. Yeah, be man. the be the mediator. You are basically on both sides of it all. So be that mediator. Get him to go to Steak Forty Eight or wherever you want to go to. Have some. Have some. Go to Texas, man. He loves whatever. Texas. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Take Just, a tour. T- you should have invited him to the Blake Shelton concert. <laughs> they would have got the. They would have got it done. And they the, would have. Uh, it would have been in between. In between songs. Yep. Kyler would have been like, you know what. I think we're good. Blake man. would have signed on as a witness too. Yeah, oh, My, Blake should just be Kyler's agent, man. Get Burkhart out of here. Nah, at least Burkhart gives us content to talk about. I mean, you cannot like the antics, but something's happening. Yeah, at least, at least something's happening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look. At this point, we're waiting. And at this point, both sides need to look in the mirror and understand who they are. The Cardinals need to understand that they're the Arizona Cardinals. You're not the New England Patriots. Yeah, you're a football organization that gives you some sort of prestige and and whatnot, and you're not a laughing stock in the league, but you're not this organization that you can point at and be like, wow, look at our long list of legendary quarterbacks that we can point to, and we handled things a certain way with them, we're not going to handle it with you. No, look in the mirror, understand where you are now, understand the situation you're in, swallow your pride, get the deal done. If you're Kyler Murray, swallow your pride, show up to voluntary workouts, be 100% on this team like you said that you would be, and everybody will be happy. And I think that's the biggest thing, is that if he can come back and be that guy that's showing up 100%. I mean, that'll that'll show a lot in terms... I think that'd take a lot from the antics away from me just to see him proving that he's still going to come and be that team player, be that guy that's going to be the leader that they need despite all of this off-the-field things. Like, if you can prove that, that's going to take a lot away from all of this nonsense that's been going on this offseason. And if you sign him and he doesn't do that and you don't like it, trade him to the Panthers. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, like, that's... It's it's a realistic option here. Your your hands are not tied in one certain direction. You can adjust and you can move, but the 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 focus is so short right now. And look, something will happen and we'll be back to talk about it when something does happen, whether that's the draft and we're going to come back and give a reaction to the draft pick, whether that's a Kyler Murray deal, whether that's a trade or free agents. The truth is It'll happen with the Cardinals, and we'll talk about it when it does. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen, right? We're just looking at each other here just like praying. Something's going to happen. Yep. Something interesting. And at least we can get this out for you guys, of course. Stay tuned to the Cardinals Corner podcast feed and to the Twitter at AZ Cards Corner just to stay up to date with everything going on. A new Quick Hits episode, a new full-length episode. You can tweet in questions at us. You can comment on either of our Twitters. At His is at T Drake for sports. Mine is at Eric Ruby 987 Tweet at 
at us. Let us know what you think. Give us a five-star review. Download the podcast. Visit ArizonaSports.com. Check out Tyler's work. Check out all of our other great work. Of course, amazing Suns coverage going on right now as they go through the playoffs. We've got D-backs coverage as the baseball season gets off and started. And of course, throughout football season, as the draft comes up, all of that, we're going to have you covered on every possible thing you need. So, until next time, I'm Eric Ruby for Tyler Drake, Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter, and we will see you guys next time on Cardinals Corner, a podcast brought to you by Arizona Sports.